Welcome to Power of Faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. David's many years of experience as a man of faith are available to you right now. Please join David as he ministers today's word. I I know something of the history, and to me what is very remarkable, but so much of the gospel has come out of Britain. And I think we have to remember that heritage. And to me, it's very important. I believe that, and okay, so I have a German on my staff. I have a French girl also on my staff. But I feel it's very significant, and possibly I can deal with this more, a little more tonight, the significance of the heritage that we have, that God had a purpose. I know that politically, uh, in England, the schools are teaching a criticism of colonialism. And at one sense, maybe sometimes in Scotland you feel a little part of that, I hope not. But the thing is this, that while they try to, to talk about all the evils of colonialism and the empire, well, I shall have to share that the, the real what was behind it. Do you know that the real spirit behind the empire was a Christian spirit? It was not a demonic spirit. Uh, and, and so significant, I think I should take time on that tonight. But if I can say that wherever the empire went, the gospel went. And to me, in the beginning of the church, you know, the, the gospel went on the trade routes. I mean, that was the only way really to travel. It was the trade routes and the fact that Jesus was born into the middle of the Roman Empire. Not a a, a totally Israeli state. It was part of the Roman Empire. And that enabled the early church to spread around and the gospel spread. And in one sense, God did that with the British Empire. And today, I know in England... Our biggest, our most successful churches are the black churches where they've come from the colonies back here and are evangelizing us. And to me, that's so significant. And in one sense, I'm qualified, partly because, uh, as I look around, my comment is how young you all are. Uh, the fact is that people who know me know I began preaching when I was just a boy of 13. I wasn't able to pastor at that age. I did pastor a church when I was 18. And my first reaction was to evangelize. And the interesting thing is I have not changed one iota since I was 18. My vision is the same. My determination is the same. And what I would say is this, the anointing, if God has put one on my life, is stronger now than at any time. It doesn't diminish, it doesn't get weaker, it gets stronger. But we must remain true to the basic principles with which we begin. Uh, During the communist years, I, I, I was traveling with some other preachers, I I actually used to travel all over Europe in my car when I wasn't Bible smuggling. Uh, 
I am a convicted criminal. I'm proud to own up to the fact. And I'm quite shocked that you invite me here as a known criminal to speak to you. <laughs> but the interesting thing is this, that I, I traveled with an, a number of men of God. One was Lester Sumrall. I don't know if you've heard of Lester Sumrall. In actual fact, one of his key men is now uh, the director of my ministry in America. It's actually at the moment in the UK. But the thing is this, that he always used to say one thing to me. He says, David, he said, the trouble is, especially in America, that with so many of the great men of God, the great evangelists, and he began to name different ones, which I don't want to do. He said, but in their last years, they drifted away from the truth. And he said, it has become so strong. He said, it's my prayer, my desire, that I never lose that first love, that first truth. I don't drift. And I, I, I know what he was talking about. I know how so many of the great American preachers towards their latter years, they, they lost that and they, they got into error. And now I'll make a confession that I would only do here. I'm sure you are pastors and leaders and you will understand. My father joined with George Jeffries, if you know that name, some of you may. There were three of them, George, Stephen, and Eddie Jeffries. And my father so admired uh, Jeffries because of his evangelism. He was an evangelist, and uh, he wasn't ashamed of that. He was a very powerful evangelist. But the strange thing is, my father, who was a member of the first Pentecostal church in Britain, in Bournemouth, although he was from Wales, there's a little bit, quite some story, but <laughs> the fact is that those early Christians, having received the Holy Spirit, believed in British Israel. Do you know the teaching of British Israel? That Britain is Israel. The claim is that we're one of the two lost tribes, America and Britain, Ephraim and Manasseh. But my father... God revealed to him the error of that. And so he came out of it. In fact, my, my father was a musician and a songwriter as well as a preacher. And he destroyed all those early songs, destroyed all that so that there never would be a trace of that because of the strength of the error. Because Israel is Israel. You may be Jewish, praise God, but Israel is Israel. Jews are Jews. We are grafted in. And if I teach you from the word of God, there is no benefit to be Israel. We're all one in Christ, one new man in Christ. But I'm only saying this, and please understand me, this is not a sense of criticism. I'm saying it to you as leaders, that in the latter part of his ministry, Jeffreys went away from the truth and believed British Israel. Now, my relationship with Jeffreys is I, uh, Reinhard Bonnke is a friend of mine, and he's always saying, Oh, uh, I met Jeffreys, you know, in London before he died, and uh, uh, he prayed over me and blessed me. I'm sorry, Reinhard. I know the Germans have a reputation of putting the towels on the chairs and... 
But Reinhardt, I got in there first with Jeffreys. <laughs> because when I was born, Jeffreys, who'd never married, wanted to adopt me. I, we were twins, I was the younger twin, and he wanted to adopt, of course my mother wouldn't let him, but, <laughs> but the significant thing is, in that, it was Jeffreys who took me and prayed over me and dedicated me to the Lord as a baby. Mm-hmm. And with a sense that he was seeing me as his successor. That wasn't to be in that way. And then, of course, after that, some six years after that, so I was six years old at the time, my father was the one who had to take the stand against Jeffreys in this wrong doctrine because my father had been delivered from it. And from that moment, Jeffreys could never be reconciled to my father. And there came... This division, it's sad because Jeffreys only took a few men with him, didn't really break up the Elim, took a few men, set up a small denomination which died with him. But two significant things. When I was a young evangelist and pastor, because at the beginning I was pastor and evangelist until God delivered me. <laughs> I'm glad you can laugh at that. <laughs> but the interesting thing was, I was holding a, a, a big tent mission in the city of Bradford. And uh, this is 1960, I think. And because uh, I'm, I'm just a young man, you see. <laughs> Before you were born, I was preaching, you see. <laughs> And in 1960, I was holding this big tent uh, crusade in the centre of Bradford. The tent was packed out, the big marquee was packed out right in the city centre. And we saw so many people come to Christ and some outstanding healing miracles. And I expected them because I'd grown up with Jeffreys. You know, people say, when did you first see miracles? Well, <laughs> right from the beginning, I was expected it. Uh, to me, that, that's what the Bible is showing. The miraculous. And after all, uh, I, I, I was, well, I will say this now and I'll come back to what I was trying to say. It's very interesting that I've just come back from Poland and we've had the largest mission ever seen now in Europe. Uh, with so many thousands coming on the one day alone. We can't know the total. Uh, some say it was 70 to 80,000 that one day. Some say it was up to 100,000 came in. We had the largest park in Europe. Not, stadiums aren't big enough anymore. And it was absolutely phenomenal because everyone received the truth of the gospel with repentance and the miracle is that state television, all five state channels broadcast live for two hours. Now, recorded broadcasts are all right because they can edit bits out. They can't edit out of the live. And so I was able to give the call for repentance, the prayer of salvation and to show the miracles of healing. And it's significant that I was actually on the last night 
speaking on the, not quite the defense of the gospel, but the power and the authority behind the gospel. And I was quoting somebody, some uh, eminent person who said, the only evidence of God and this is critical, the only evidence of God in an unbelieving world, and we've got the eminent men in Britain today who deny the existence of God. And this man said, the only evidence of God is in the miraculous. Now that's important. Thank you for listening today and for being a part of the Power of Faith broadcast. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free faith-building gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Also available online are a large assortment of books, media, and information for your growth in God. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Remember, those that know their God will be strong and do exploits.